What's going on? Welcome to the Mark Podcast. This is episode 13. Oh, I'm, 13. I'm your guy, Wesley. Freaking your Freaking guy. Your guy. My, huh? my name your is guy, Hyde. Wesley. I'm wearing my Pokemon Cypher shirt. I could have worn mine. You already know. You should have told me. We could have been matching. That's true. But we could. But we probably would have lost this podcast. Sounds so. gay. Go for it. <laughs> no, one, no one's going to get that reference. Yeah. What's up? It's your boy, Trey, a.k.a. the butteriest biscuit of the batch. All right. I feel that. And I'm Nico. Hello. Your nickname is Triple B. Butteriest biscuit <laughs> of the batch. Yeah, I guess so. Nah, nah. My nickname is Boobis Batch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Boobis Batch. What is that? That's your rap name from now is on. If you, get on <laughs> if you get on the track at all, that's it. I'm putting it as, note, as a note in my phone right now. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the market. We, we forgot Mr. Behind the Technology. No, he already I said, said my it. name. He already said his name. I said my name. Oh, I forgot then. I guess. Yes, you did. <laughs> wow, well, that's something. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the Market Podcast. For those who don't know, this is this is the Market oh, Podcast. I already said that already. Sure. Four of us sit around a table and talk about video games and other things as well. Um. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> that's all we do. Just just, to, just in case you guys forgot, we want to remind you. We're back to the usual routine this week. We got the usual format. Things are back in full swing. The new year is, is now in session. It's the year of fuck it. And we almost didn't have much to talk about until like the we last see everything 48 clearly. hours. And then everything just started to kind of pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Let's so Let's start off this podcast with, some, with, a, with a quick correction of sorts. Um, yeah, um, actually, two things. AMD made us liars, and AMD made us liars. That's ruined true. our ruined our podcast. Yeah. So, so <laughs> thank you, AMD. <laughs> so last that. week we d- discussed the reveal of the backside of the Xbox Series X and what ports were back there and what that means for the for the console. Turns out that wasn't real. That was uh, AMD took that from a website and showed it during their CES keynote. Which is so whack. As yeah, it's weird, I don't know why they would. <laughs> How do did that, that happen? How would AMD do that? They knew what they were doing. They they, they just didn't like realize. I guess that it was going to cause such a a thing. Restart but they the were kind of dumb for that. What yeah. do you like? What did you think was going to happen? That it's the that's one of the bigger things people have questions about. For the Xbox, uh, uh, in general, right now, aside from like the hardware, know, yeah, yeah, hardware, yeah, aside from games. So like, I, I don't. No, just we'll just throw it up. I, so this is we from, got some time. This is uh, this is from Tom Warren at the Verge, and the quote that was given to them by AMD says the Xbox Series X imagery used during the AMD CES press conference was not sourced from Microsoft and does not accurately represent the design or features of the upcoming console. Explained an AMD spokesperson to. Uh, in a statement to The Verge, they were taken from TurboSquid.com, which is a website that I'm, I think had like three, they like make 3D models of things. So like, that was it. The other thing they showed was the USB on the front, which we hadn't seen before either. Yeah. And that's not actually a thing. So who knows? It might not be that far off from the actual Xbox Series X ports, but now we'd have no idea. <laughs> What's wrong? We just don't know the truth. Oh, dear. Come on, AMD. You're doing everything else right. Why, why, why'd you got to go and do this? 
Moving on, though. Uh, one more thing before we start the actual, you know, before we go window shopping, as we, as we like to call it. Before we bring you guys in to the shop. Um, we're going to be doing a Death Stranding spoiler cast. Uh, we're going to be recording it this weekend, I believe, and it'll go live sometime next week alongside the usual podcast. Ah. Um, it'll comprise of me, Darius, who you've seen on the show multiple times, and our friend Addy, who's also played the game. Since it's the three of us that have only finished the game so far. So, we're going to discuss the game in its entirety. Uh, no holds barred, which is why it's called a spoiler cast. And, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully that, that's interesting for you guys. I, I haven't done anything like that before, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it'll be more freeform and uh, more of a just conversation about a specific targeted topic. Tell you smiling about something. Don't worry about what not, did I cut you off? Not, <laughs> no, not relevant. All right, not this, not this time. All right, all right, guys, let's go window shopping. We got a lot to cover this week. Huddle around, children. I actually put like five things into the payload section, <laughs> which I'd never done before. That's so a big boy. We let's see what we can get through. Um, so first things first, a lot of places, a lot of PlayStation and Xbox news this week. A lot of it. In an interview with Business Insider Japan, head of SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, mm. Jim Ryan revealed that some of the features that differentiate the PS5 from p- previous generations has still yet to be revealed. Ooh. So. They got more tricks. We know. So far, you know, we know the things about the 3D audio and the short load times and the haptic feedback and the controllers and all that stuff that we've already talked about in the podcast. But according to him, there's more. The quote reads, There are still more unique elements for PlayStation 5 to come that separate it from previous consoles. The, quote, bigger differences have yet to be announced. So, apparently there's bigger things that we don't know about yet that differentiate this one from the from the older consoles. It has to be crazy. Which is kind of surprising. I mean, like, yeah. the low load times thing was like, okay, that's, that's a pretty good improvement. Because what can you do? And that's the question I want to ask you guys is, what, what do you think they can do? Any ideas about what they can do to continue to improve? What, what, what can they do in the next PlayStation to make it more, to differentiate it from the PS4 or from the PS3 or beyond that? Hmm. You're saying besides just like normal hardware upgrades? Yeah, besides just a power upgrade, which is obvious, and besides what we already know, which is haptic feedback in the controllers, 3D audio support all around, um, and like I said before, low, uh, short loading times, with SSD, and there's a few other things there too, but nothing, nothing crazy. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's yeah. hard. I I was thinking kind of something along the lines of uh uh the external graphics thing that like Nvidia does, oh, uh, yeah. where they will they release uh like external graphics uh, uh products. Uh, to go along with the the new consoles uh, as a on a way to elongate the generation. Mm, mm, yeah. Well, Nvidia doesn't do it themselves. The uh, yeah. other companies, Razer, Gigabyte, all those guys make those boxes that you can yeah. put graphics cards into to upgrade your uh, Laptop. si- your laptops and things like that. I can plug it into the, my my Thunderbolt three ports here, and I'll have I'll be able to actually play more games on this thing if I were to do that. Yeah. Um. That's something, yeah. I guess modularity is one mm. that we don't know about yet, especially since we haven't seen 
the PS5. We don't know what it looks like. We know what the dev kit looks like, but we don't know what the actual console looks like yet. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious what we'll what we'll find. Uh, I'm fine if it's just the way it is right now, but if we got more, so be it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it to seeing what they surprise me with. Hopefully, something exciting and not gimmicky. That's the, that's yeah. the concern, of course. Um, any other ideas or no? Anything at all? I don't know much about the technical side of like PS4s and consoles and stuff, so I don't. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's also even, a hard it's, question. I'm just, I'm just saying, even yeah, conceptually, like what, is, what could be something crazy, you know? Yeah. It's it's hard to think of at this point because we've gotten a lot of the things that we want out of video games in that regard. Like we've gotten a lot of the things we want out of the consoles. Now it's just a matter mm. of like, keep pushing forward the technical fidelity, keep improving things on the technical side. And moving towards things like VR and AR. That's really what we see at the moment. Um, but we'll see where it goes. Because mm-hmm. apparently I something else. I'm not going to keep my hopes up. Because I feel like they might be, they might be over-exaggerated. I they might so be boosting it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not going to keep my hopes up. But well, I'm looking forward to seeing what they announce. Yes, sir. Alright, so the next thing is more Batman stuff. Warner Brothers Games Montreal the developer from Warner Brothers that has developed or that basically published uh, the Rocksteady Arkham games and also they also developed Arkham Origins, I believe. Um, they continued to tease a new Batman game. We've been seeing teasers since like September of last year around like Batman's anniversary. Mm. They, they posted like a bunch of, they posted like logos and they've said things that like, it's pretty obvious that this game is real, that it's coming soon, and what it's generally about. <laughs> but yet they still continue to tease it, and people are kind of getting um, tired of it already. It's like, alright, just show us the goods. Exactly. Hurry up. So they... It's pretty obvious that this... That this, um, that this game is going to be about the Court of Owls in some way. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I've heard of that. Which is actually one of the more recent additions to the Batman universe, which I which mm-hmm. I heard is uh, it was added in 2011 to the oh. being introduced in 2011 through a comic book. It was also it, introduced uh, in Gotham in season ah. four. So in other words, so. this game's gonna be a real hoot. Stop. I like it. It's the first thing you said in like five <laughs> minutes, and you disappoint me. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Stop smiling. More recently becoming known as Parliament of Owls as well. So, but yeah, so they released a, this is what they did back in like September. They showed off, they showed off this, the, this logo that transformed into this logo. You don't have to put these up. I'm just saying in general. Then the, it ends in this logo of like a demon head. And then they also showed off, now they show off this logo, which could be are, like are sure? a Gotham City so for all of so for everyone watching this sure? and or listening to, to it, not put these up because I can just, put them up. Like just imagine, what? imagine yeah. what it just is. Throw it in the, uh, just throw wasn't it in. very descriptive, but it, imagine what he no, said something about it. a demon. I got it. Bow, it's up there. The, I got it. Wow, that really refuted what I said, and what Hag said. But so yeah, there's logos, and then there's obviously this big. There's this big thing they showed off, which has room for six more. Actually, no, seven more. Uh, spot yeah. for more logos to go in. Actually, no, the eight, one with there's the, eight more. There's ten total, actually. My the bad. one with the eagle 
Some, they were saying that could be. Well. They were saying that could be a symbol for like the uh, the Gotham Police Department. Yeah, the GCPD. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. They keep saying capture the night as a thing as well. Mm. Like it's obvious what's happening here, but it's like there's still so there's so many more spots in this logo thing. And everyone's like, yo, it's going to take two more years for them to reveal this game. <laughs> I know. They're just seeing the progress. And they're just like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of this, we still don't know what Rocksteady is actually working on. Because this isn't a Rocksteady game. So we'll have to see what happens. Well, hopefully they do something soon before people start forgetting. Yeah, or stop caring. Stop caring, yeah. You tease something too long and people get people get just tired of it. It's like, dude, just show it to us already. Typically. On the less likely but still possible side, um, and I've heard about a case where this happened, they, they, like, they'll tease something, but then the actual developers are like, uh, I don't know why you teased that because the game's not close to being done, so I don't know why you teased that. <laughs> well, Fuck. hopefully the game is close to being done and they're going to reveal it soon. We'll see. Um It's almost like even if and if it's not, I would I would have hoped that they didn't show off. They didn't make it obvious what this game was going to be about so soon. Um yeah. cuz now everyone's like, "Oh, well I know what's going to happen." It's like, or generally, it's like, "Okay. Um Where's the game?" So now we're just waiting to see. So get get on that. The guy uh, looks like Markiplier, kind Cheap. His last name's Lemon. It's not Markiplier. Lemon. Lemon. All righty. Let's move on to bigger and better things out here. Booty. We're moving on to booty. No. Sure hope so. Um, Close, though. So... Xbox Game Studios boss Matt Booty, who we've talked about on the show before, who has a hilarious last name, um, has revealed that the upcoming Xbox Series X will not have any first-party exclusives that are exclusive to the next-gen console for about a year or two after launch. So this is a particularly interesting thing here, a little bit of a change in how a console release goes, and I'll explain further before we discuss. This is coming from Seth Barton at MCV, who actually broke this story. Um... The quote. There's, there's a few quotes here. I'm going to read all of them. And then Real we'll just quick, go before through. you do that, I I thought of a really bad pun on Trey's level of bad, and I'm deciding if I want to be g- degenerate and say it. So it's good or not? But well, the fact that you spent sure, this much time talking yeah, about it, I'm gonna right? just do it and be a g- degenerate. But I was gonna say, uh, does Matt Booty have a brother named Glossy Booty? Jeez. Oh man, <laughs> it, it's just bad. That's just bad. it's not even funny. It's just it's just terrible. I want to crawl the whole time. Go for well, it. Well, if they did, you you wouldn't have to worry about who, the work being. Who's finished. out here saying people have matte booties? <laughs> <laughs> glossy, maybe matte. No, glossy. It's shining. Mm. All right. Oh boy. <sighs> Moving on. Xbox. Who's out there and just be squeaking? Forget squeaking. Like, be like, uh, Patrick. It's all glossy. Yo. When that man was squeaky clean. Sick. You see sparkles coming from their ass. Anyway. All right. So, here's the quote. Or here's the quotes from the article, from the uh, interview. As our content comes out over the next year, two years, all... 
Next year, two years, all of our games, sort of like PC, will play up and down that family of devices. We want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox between now and Series X, that they feel that they've made a good investment and that we're committed to them with content. And that means it's also unlikely that there will be much pressure. So this that's the quote, sorry. That's the quote. This is from the article itself. And that means that, that it's also unlikely that there will be much pressure from Microsoft, at least, on third-party publishers to turn out hardware-exclusive titles for relatively small day one, for the relatively small day one audience of Xbox Series X owners. In short, Microsoft is rewriting the rules of the console launch. Of course, the company will still be wanting to show off this new hardware to, to best effect. Quote, our approach is to pick one or two IP that we're going to focus on and make sure that they're that they're there at the launch of the console, taking advantage of all the features. And for us, that's going to be Halo Infinite, which is a big opportunity. Quote, it's the first time in over 15 years that we'll have a Halo title launching in sync with a new console. And that team is definitely going to do things to take advantage of Series X. So, um, yeah. So what this means is that there's no game from Microsoft, not particularly from third-party publishers. They might, there's plenty of third parties that'll probably do this, but there's no game from Microsoft that's only going to be available on the Series X and PC when it comes out. Yeah. For, for it says for about, there's no, it's not, it's, there's no uh, specifics, um, you know, there's no concrete specific, but it says for about a year or two. Yeah. Um, you're not gonna see any games that are only on Series X and won't come to Xbox One. Yeah. So, is, this is both a consumer-friendly move and also a very bold move. Consumer-friendly because you don't you don't feel entitled to or like you need to upgrade to play the newest games. Um, or if you buy, like like he said, if you buy an Xbox this year, if you buy an Xbox tomorrow, you're not going to get screwed by um, by the Series X coming out later this year. Yeah. Um, or if you got one for Christmas or mm -hmm. something, something like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't feel like your money's been wasted you're, or you're going to have to just invest into something new unless you want to get that, you know, best experience. Yeah. Um, which at that point, I hope you know that this is coming and you wouldn't have bought it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? It's a bold move. I forget. Uh, it's bold because um, uh, they're already, uh, like, I guess, lacking in the games. Department and so I could say that could be a reason why it's bold. Um, so we've been saying for a long time that they need to like hit us with a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah, you but, know, um, that's actually kind of where I was going with it. Now I remember it's bold because it means that they're relying on the yeah, just yeah. the simple fact that these games that they're going to release after launch are going to be good enough that it won't matter that it's not exclusive to the console, but more so the fact that, like, okay, do I want to play it at 108030 or do I want to pay it at 4K60 on my Xbox Series X, you know, something like that. It's going to yeah. be like, do I really want do I want to get the best experience out of this or do I not care and I'll just play it on Xbox 1. It's giving people an option. Um, the concern from people who I've seen online is that uh, this doesn't compel them to buy it because they don't feel like they need to buy it. And like and Microsoft's basically saying that's okay. <laughs> if we don't convince you that you need to buy the new console yet, then that's our fault, I guess. Yeah. We'll get, you know, or or are you just not interested in getting the best of the best yet? Um, part of this, I'm assuming, is going to be also because of the price. Yeah. This is a definitely cheap console. It's not. Um, so yeah, these these launch, it said that there was going to be two, right? They said one or two. One or, for two? One or two. They okay. said Halo Infinite is their one. Yeah. That might just be because we don't know what the second one might be yet. So we don't know anything about that. Yeah. So, like, 
I'm assuming there's going to be more. These two, or let's say three, let's say there's three. These three games have to like really hit, um, uh, for I guess consumers to uh, grab a Xbox One Series X, uh, Xbox Series X. Um, otherwise, they're not going to have too many sales in the beginning. And yeah. like they said, it's it's okay. If, for that reason. And it's not going to have... Consoles generally don't sell that many in the beginning compared to what yeah. they get later on. I mean, the PS4, when it came out, sold a million copies or a million consoles um, mm. versus now they have over 106 million seven yeah. years later, six, six years later. And the uh, the Xbox One sold, I think, around 800,000 when it came out. So, like, it's yeah. around the same area. Yeah, so... Um, I, I just hope these, these few games that they're going to bring... Uh, for now, are gonna just like hit really hard, take mm-hmm. full advantage of the console's power and stuff, and just be crazy good. Yeah. Uh, so. And that's the thing nowadays is that because we don't have to worry about the consoles being so different, that they do work like PCs in a sense that you can just scale them up and down. Mm-hmm. If you know, just because we have new we have new games coming out on PC all the time that look like immaculate. And they can take full advantage of things like a 2080 Ti and a 9900K in your system, um, but you can still play those games on a potato, yes. on, on like an on like an FX series processor with a 950 in it. Like it, it, you can play those games on the on those systems or even lesser than that, um, because it because it all kind of goes across um, the same way. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, the the operating system that the win that uh, the Xbox is going to run on is probably still going to be based on Windows, so it's still going to be the same in that regard too. Yeah, so, Trey, you got any thoughts? I don't. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know if I would have done it because, mm-hmm. like Wesley said, they're behind, so that's kind of risky. It's yeah, nice it's to a be cons- it's a, there's definitely a concern that they're not gonna that they're not gonna sell consoles as, as quickly as they maybe want to or should yeah. because of this. But yeah, it's interesting. I think. I think it might work out for them. It's good to be comp. It's one of those things where people are going to look back on this and they're going to say either it was a really smart move or it was a very stupid move. Though what I will say, um, and what I just had like thought of was could all be could also be an insignificant move. We'll see if it does anything. Yeah, it's possible it doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah. So like what I will say is, um, going back to what they were they mentioned that they're going to focus on these, making them the best they possibly can. Like if these, wait, I just lost my train of thought. Oh nice. God, God damn it! <laughs> uh, oops, someone go. Like I said, you can do it. Sound it out. No, no, someone go so I can. Uh, while Wesley's remembering this. that. Oh my God, dude! I did I'm have a so thought sad. come to my mind, and it's possible I'm misinformed, uh, and this is not a possibility at all. But it did come to my mind, so I will say it. It's possible that Hellblade Two might be one of those games. Since I, uh, that is an Xbox it's exclusive. Possible, it's possible, but yeah. unlikely. Yeah, I, think. I wouldn't think so, but it could be for two reasons. One, because they didn't give a release window at all when they showed it off. Yeah. And if it was coming out later this year, I feel like we might know that. Um, yeah. We haven't seen any gameplay of it. Yeah. And then the other big reason is that they're also working on another game, Ninja Theory, which is coming out later this year called. Um, What's I it know. Called? I forget. What it's that. It's that multiplayer game. We ch- uh, too many things. Too many things. Too many. Too many class-based games. I can't remember all the names yeah. of now. Yeah. Uh, something chaos or something like that. 
Uh, while you're figuring it out, I remember what I was trying so now to now I'm say. forgetting you're remembering. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bleeding Edge. That's Bleeding what Edge, it is. Yeah. yeah, I know yeah. there's a B in there somewhere. So, yeah, like I was saying, uh, they're focusing on these uh, few games, and I think that's to uh, build back their, like, backbone in the gaming space. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, before we had Halo, we had Gears, and those were the big players in Xbox. That's what everyone was playing. Those really big. I think that's what they're trying to do is just rebuild that backbone yeah. mm-hmm. um, uh, by just hard focusing on these few projects. Yeah, I mean, here. they got Halo. Gears 5 just came out this last year. Yeah, because with this Halo, they have to bring everyone back first. Yeah. First of all. Also, we're going to have we're gonna have Forza Motorsport 8 launch with the console. That's, that's, true. that's pretty obvious. Because yeah. we haven't had Forza Motorsport. We, we're supposed, we, we didn't get it last year. We didn't get a Forza but, last year. And the next game is a Motorsport game mm-hmm. since they came out with Horizon 4 last. So, yeah. Should be seeing that, and we all we all know Forza always showcases like really good graphics. It takes really good advantage of the console, and so they can really do that with with the with with Motorsport Eight especially because Motorsport is more contained because there's not it's not like Horizon where you can go all over the world. Yeah, it's not. So it's a enough. racing. It's more of a racing sim than, than Horizon is. Mm-hmm. So you can actually take the smaller spaces and really do a lot more with it. Um, and I'm sure that's going to be a, definitely a big point during their E3 presentation. Yeah. Um, let me add this real quickly before we continue on with this conversation, if there's more to add. Um, it appears that Sony has the opposite approach going into the ninth generation, which isn't too surprising. And this hasn't been confirmed yet, but according to Kotaku's Jason Schreier, which basically means it's true, <laughs> yeah. on, his, on, his, on his podcast... The harbinger of death. On his podcast, as, Kotaku Split Screen... Um, I guess it's not his, but he he's pretty prominent on it. Um, December 4th, 20, 2019. So this is actually beginning of last month. He said, I've heard some of the PS5 launch titles. I won't say them yet because I'm probably going to do some sort of report on this stuff in the future. But those will be PS5 only. So he knows that some of the launch titles for the PS5, presumably talking about first party titles or exclusive titles, will be PS5 only. So... PlayStation seems to be taking a different approach, which isn't surprising and not really a bad thing either. That's this is the traditional approach, and for Sony's um, approach to the console generations in general, this probably just makes sense anyway. Yeah. So I'm not really, you know, about it either way. And like I said before, also this is only first party. So if EA decides to make the next, or not EA, maybe let's do something else. Let's do feet. Let's do uh, let's do Ubisoft. Let's say if Ubisoft decides to make the next Assassin's Creed game which is coming out later this year, rumor, um, exclusive to next-gen, they can do that. I don't think, I don't, it doesn't seem like Microsoft's going to stop anybody from doing that. Yeah. They don't want to control the, the ecosystem. We already know that's not true. It's cross-gen. Oh, that's true. We did hear about that. So let's say something like the, uh, let's say good and be- Beyond Good and Evil 2 or something Yeah, like that's that. a good. Because we don't know when that's coming out, but we one. think it's this yeah. year. Um, Wait, we don't, didn't they show that game three years ago now? Yeah. Dude. Well, they revealed it a yeah. while ago because people have been wanting it, and then they've been like slowly te- mm-hmm. showing some stuff. And yeah. yeah, I think that might come this year or next year. So things like that. I'm curious to see what this means for the generation. Um, generational leap. Something with Forza I wanted to say was like if you just look at like the visuals and the way the games run when it comes to Horizon Four and Motorsport Seven. The power jump from this console generation to the next one, you're going to get crazy looking shit in that game. Dude, that game's going to look crazy. Motorsport 8 will look dope. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Dope beyond dope. Actually, you know, 
that would be the only game I could see running in native 8K of, oh, sense, oh, of, yeah, definitely. of some sort. Because those games, because the Forza games are always easier to run, especially motorsport, because they're like smaller environments, more contained. You're only looking at the car or inside the car. Um, if anything's going to run 8K gaming, like native, which most things won't next generation, because you can barely do that on PC right now. But if anything's going to do it, it would be that one. I think so. Yeah. Or it'd be like a, or it'd be maybe higher than 4K. Mm-hmm. And then and then up to 8K. That'd be pretty cool. But no one really cares about that because yeah, no like one really 6K has 8K TVs. Half yeah. leap or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to the next generation. Dude, it's 2020. Oh, yeah. Things are happening this year. Um, a lot of things are happening. We're going to talk about later on during the, sh- during the show for sure. Are we good? We going to move on to yeah, this we, thing? Yeah, we're good. We're good. All righty. Um, here we go. We got some good news. We got some good news about Nintendo now. Go for it. Masahiro Sakurai is hosting a a roughly 35-minute video live stream about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate to reveal the upcoming DLC fighter, which is, I believe, the the last one in the current fighter pass, right? We've been waiting. We've been waiting for this. We thought it might might have gotten revealed at the Game Awards. It wasn't. And here it is. It's going to happen as of time recording two days from now at 6 a.m. Pacific time or 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, So by the time you guys see this, it will have already come out. We'll uh, we're recording on Tuesday, by the way, this week, not Monday, which is why we have a lot of the news in here that we do. I'm happy we went later this. Um, so, we have a couple ideas about who this could be. You guys want to delve into that? So, pull this up. Sure. There really aren't any hints this time. Like, he didn't really say, oh, you guys are definitely not going to expect this, or this is an old character, or yeah. whatever. The only thing we really have to go by, if this is even a hint, which the, th- the three could, finger thing is a uh, Sakurai po- uh, posing like this with the number three, like over here. Yeah, there's also three question marks. I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, that's what I was saying also. Which I'm like, I don't know what the three could be. Some people were like memeing where it's like Kingdom Hearts three yeah. or uh, I think it was like Murakumo or something. No, not Murakuma. That's Blaze oh. Blue. No. Um, uh, uh, oh, why? Just talking about it. Why can't I think of it? The black and white bear from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Rampa. Ah. Uh, I don't remember his name for some reason. Oh my I god. Don't, I don't remember uh, the name either. It has Kuma in the name because he's whatever a bear. him. But yeah. Um, uh, but I think the most it's gonna bother me. Believable Come one on. is Devil May Cry, specifically Dante or Nero, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- I want to say the Devil May Cry, the official Devil May Cry Twitter, said uh, watch out for these dates or like, mark these days on your calendar, and one of them was January sixteenth, uh, and there was a pizza next to it. Now the pizza could literally just be because no, Devil you're May right, Cry- Monokuma. Okay, Monokuma. Uh, could now the pizza could literally just be or Mono. Don Dante likes pizza, so Devil May yeah. Cry. No connection so to that. So did you day. mention the things about the dates? I did not mention the other days. So yeah. Uh Devil May Cry Devil, Devil May Cry's Twitter Jeez. tweeted out, mark these dates on your calendar. Yep. On the calendars, yeah, there's a pizza symbol. It says January sixteenth, which is the same day as the as the th- the event. Then there's January thirtieth, which is had a guitar next to it, and then there's February thirteenth, which had a devil face next to it. Um so and we don't know what all these dates mean, but the fact that this lines up right with the right with the um, the live stream that's happening, 
on top of the fact that I, I pointed out before we started this that um, I believe Devil May Cry 1 through 3 is coming to the Switch or is out on the Switch now. Um, they were doing like a whole, like, they were doing like a little collection thing that came out. Um, so that's the thing, too. There's a relationship there, even though DMC5 isn't on it. Um, so it could happen. It could definitely happen. I hope it. I hope it's not Steve from Minecraft. It's not gonna. I can't. There's no way. It's not I. I don't. Steve. I don't believe it. I wouldn't believe. I it. I don't want to believe it. Now, I refuse. Even if it is true. I can't really think of anyone else who'd be in Smash. Because they said that these were all. They said that all of these characters are going to be from like new franchises, so they're not going to add anyone else from Sonic or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there oh, is so no they DMC they did say that there, there it was new it was going to be new franchises. Yeah, they said that okay. that every single uh, like paid DLC character is going to be from a new franchise. Oh, okay. Now that being said, the three another thing that we thought of was that three could mean, and I highly doubt this, would that would be that we're getting three new characters. It's just that one of them is going to be from a new franchise. Mm. So, That's possible. So we could get a new character. There with are a, three question marks. There could be a new character with a new move set, but from I don't know Donkey Kong. Mm. Or, uh, more likely, we we get Echo Fighters. Mm. I'd also like that. Yeah. I still want Shantae. <laughs> I'm still I'm still a little upset about that. They'll probably it, it's still possible. With we still have a whole other fighter pass coming. Yes, we do have another Fighters Pass coming. Which is That's very smart of them, quite frankly, because if this is, like, the ultimate and the last Smash Bros. game that they want to make, they should continue to support it. It's one they of obviously things. can't add, like, a, a billion characters, because then it just becomes League of Legends. But They said <laughs> yeah. they're going to make... They they pretty much said, albeit indirectly, but obviously you could get you could gather that from what they said, uh, they were like, this is, go, this isn't, this, this is probably not going to be the last Smash game. But this will be the last Smash game where every single character is in. Mm-hmm. So if you want to play a Smash game that has every single character from like every past game, this is this is gonna be it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as other characters, f- the, as far as the Fighters Pass, they would kind of be stupid not to, because Smash Bros is the uh, most popular fighting game mm-hmm. and it has been like forever. Yeah. yeah. Especially with Ultimate, but yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Um, I mean, I don't foresee Nintendo coming out with a new console anytime soon. No. So this is the we're this is the Smash game you're gonna be playing for a while, yeah. uh, even if they because there there's there's pretty significant rumors and reason to believe that there's gonna be a Switch Pro of some sort coming out this year. Um, it's pretty obvious at this point that something's happening. What that exactly is and when that'll come out, we don't know. But this console is going to continue to be supported for a while. So. Yeah. So I think this is your Smash game for a while. I'd say it's, so going it's good to for them be... to support it. Why do I smell Play-Doh? I don't smell Play-Doh. I don't smell Play-Doh. I don't know. I smelled syrup earlier. Are you trying to think? It smells yeah. like food upstairs because my dad's got something in the slow cooker. I know. I'm smelling Play-Doh. Food Play-Doh. It's weird. Okay. Uh, i say if they were going to release a new console it'd be at least three years from now at least yeah yeah because yeah, until it. it cuts to a point where their third-party support starts to wane like it did on the Wii U where because I mean like the thing about the switch right now is it's it's a great console in general so that's got it's got that going forward over the Wii U it's got 
it's got really good first party games, which the Wii U did, but this is, you know, a lot of people would say that's the one with reason that the only good thing about the Wii U was the first party titles. Yeah. Um, the games themselves were good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Other than like, you know, Star Fox Zero or something. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. I don't want to think about it. I stopped right, thinking about hey, it. Hey, when's the next Star Fox game, man? Let's go. Bro. That's what I'm Oh my God. <laughs> I don't e- at this point, it's got, I've gotten so desperate where I don't even care if you just rehash the same story, which you have like four times. Or even just remake a title. Exactly. Just HD remake it. Remake, remake Star Fox Assault. Make Star Fox Adventures not garbage. Make Star Fox Command not garbage. Yeah. That'd be cool. And for the love of God, if you put in motion controls in the next one, I'm actually going to primary Lotus you from the top of Reggie's house. Gee, I'm sure it's a big. <laughs> so you're definitely gonna die. Right. <laughs> Gotta be. Oh God, Reggie feeling good. Good, his good, house. good Reggie. I wanna, good old I Reggie. Reggie feels aim. I wonder if he, what he's doing right now. I know he was at the Game Awards. He did. He did a whole speech thing. Even though he's not working anywhere at the moment, I don't Something think. Something weird is happening with my computer. I think, he's, I think he's retired because he's 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 old too, isn't he? He said he was retired. Right. He's not that old. But. I remember I was talking about how Sean Layden was fucking sixty. And that man looks like he's like maybe 45, 50, in my opinion. And so I'm like, he looks great. So how, how, how old is Reggie fils He is 58 years old. Wow. I was so three close. years off. So close to 60 as well. Uh, well, actually, Sean was 59, but he was turning 60 shortly, uh, like soon. So, wow. All right. Get, wow. Um, that's it for the, uh, the window shopping this week. A lot of our discussion topics that we're going to get into later on the podcast are a little bit bigger, so I kept them for the payload. The payroll. Um, we got two trailers we want to watch real quickly. Uh, a new Doom Eternal trailer dropped today, literally like an hour or so before we started Whoa. this. And it's already playing! Oh my gosh, stop. Pause. No, don't pause. Look what you did. And then immediately after that, we're going to watch the Resident Evil 3 Nemesis trail, which also just dropped today. I'm, I haven't seen that one. No one's seen that one, right? Show me Nemesis. I watched the Doom trailer, I think, but no one else here has seen it, right? All right. No way. Okay, it's let's watch Doom this. time. It's Doom time, boys. It's Doom time. Let me know if the volume's good. It's Boggle. Got the audio fixed. I watched this through the live stream. There are two cameras in my way, and this sucks. Also, if you haven't realized, I didn't forget my laptop this time. So. Just wanted to let you guys know that. This video is running, even though it's been open for like 45 minutes. I'm surprised how well it's running on my laptop. It's going. I don't. I don't say anything. Okay. He's doing a full 1080 60. Hmm. That kind of look good. Oh. So this guy actually has a face now? Doom guy has a face now? And well, he had a face before. Not really. I mean, you could see it through the thing. His name is Doom guy, right? Yep. He might have a name, but we, we call him Doom guy.
Dag. Dag. Give me this game, man. Dag. Quickly. There are those who would seek to stop this. Oh. Yo, I just thought of the pink guy meme where he, he's walking with a bam. <laughs> look at this sword, man. This man's got a sword. Oh, that look good. Oh, that's your legs, that's your waist, and your head. Now, the good part about this is that because a couple choice games got delayed earlier, we got more room to play this game now. True. Um, which I'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later. I'm, I'm looking forward to that game, though. I love the original Doom. I platinumed it on PS4. It's really good. And this game looks like it's got more variety, more story that you actually might want to pay attention to, um, if you care. And then, of course, there's all this, too. You get the Doom 64 uh, remaster as, as a pre-order bonus. The Doot Revenant. Remember, that was supposed to come out soon, and then they were like, yeah, never mind, that's being delayed to the actual release of the game, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Doot Revenant Forget the Doot Revenant. Oh, my gosh. They put that shit in the sick. game. Horrible. And the deluxe edition includes a year one pass. Uh, I guess that's a skin of some sort. Campaign DLC. Music? Ooh. Year one pass includes more for me to one, play after release. Campaign DLC one and two. I'm actually kind of looking forward Demonic to that. Demonic Slayer skin, classic weapons, sound pack. Because like I've always felt like I should go back and play more Doom just because I feel like it. But I'm like, I already did everything. Join I, be, the club. I, I platinum the game. I was like, I should get it on PC and play it again. I already like, punched I every demon. Exactly. But now there's DLC. There's a reason for me to go back. And they have more. Exactly, right. and then we got this Resident Evil Three remake Nemesis trailer. Which oh, just let me it's all about the boy. Let me stand for this because currently I have two cameras in my way. Sure, go for it. Wow. She he threw her specifically around we, the yo. fire. That's my boy Carlos. Oh man. You can move here. Oh you're right, you're right, you're right. With the umbrella bio has a countermeasure service. UBCS for short. This city is completely cut off. Isolated. We need help. Look My at him. We cannot do this alone. The town's crawling with those freaks. Mm. No chance of fighting our way out oh. of the city. Why is she here? She's unreliable. It's me he's after. I'll buy you some time. Hey, wait! Wait, Joe! This game looks insane, Yo. man. Yo. I might have to play this game. I, I, Nigga, I look. Hate, I hate horror games, but look. I just- I can't- I have to do it. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. I gotta play two, too. Oh, yeah, well, you man. can borrow mine for PC if you want. What does this man have at his back? And you haven't even seen- they haven't even showed his rocket launcher yet.
I don't even care about horror games, but I want to play this game. I care about horror. I games. want to play Resident Evil Two as well. You can use mine. Okay. My Steam. I might do that at Go some point it. when I have time. I have so many games to finish. You know, I don't play games. So. I'm still working on Platinum and Death Stranding, and Darius is very mad. He's like, dude, just go back and play Kingdom Hearts 3 already. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to. Eh, sneak, I don't. Sneak. I want to finish it now while I'm still like, sneak. while I still know how to play that game. Died. You know, I, you know what I'm saying? TV. While I still know how to play Death Stranding, I want to Platinum it now. I don't want to go back to it later. Haha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's the trailers. Well, it looks like you can't play anything but Kingdom Hearts, and I still haven't played Jedi Fallen Order because <laughs> bought it, you bought Le- it at least. League of Legends came out, and you know, forget it came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was just launched <laughs> ten years. It was in beta for ten years. No, exactly. I've just resigned that you're never gonna play. Kingdom no. Hearts. Oh, okay, okay. Was, yeah, uh, no. Yeah. Looking forward to. <laughs> I'm looking forward to never playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that's no. what you meant. I I still gotta finish 3D. And which I was like not liking that much, um, and then I can finally get to three, so I can play the damn game. Actually, no, I still have to play um, point two, and then I can get to three, which will take you like an hour. Maybe. Isn't that yeah. on Xbox now? Yeah. Well, no, it's coming to Xbox. The whole trilogy, the yeah. whole the whole thing, everything's yeah, it's coming. It's oh, coming that, to Xbox. That reminds me of the finally, which is so terrible. It's like why? It's like it should have been on like three years ago. You should have got. You should have. It should have come to, even if you wanted it to be like a year exclusive to PlayStation, it should have come to Xbox a year later. You've known that 3 was coming to Xbox since you announced it. <laughs> they, they announced it with it. So it's like, why? Which is what I said, I don't know how many times. I was like, if y'all niggas don't do this, then you putting Kingdom Hearts 3 on Xbox makes no sense. Well, now and they here. did it. I'm like... But the cool thing now is... You can play it all on Xbox. I'm I curious. Guess. What are the sales? Oh, oh by the way, the, the, sales the, re, the Remind DLC is coming to Xbox in April. Oh, okay, yeah. I heard it was coming at a later date. So Yeah, I think it's like April or May or something like that. But Glad to hear it's coming, though. If it, on PS4, you get it next Friday. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. They know what their priorities are. Move on. Um, so we actually have some tech news this week. One is cool, and one is uh, well. You'll see how you'll 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 decide how you feel about it. So the first piece of news, which uh, Nico pointed out to us this week, oh, Panasonic, Panasonic oh, revealed a new virtual rea- new virtual reality glasses, like eyeglasses looking thing, at CES this past week. Um, and we could cover so there's CES just happened, so there's plenty of news we could talk about. But we had only got a couple. We only got this thing to talk about today. Um, this, this uh, Panasonic headset takes the traditional headset design and morphs it into something less bulky and presumably more comfortable. Um, this is coming from Kyle Orland at Ars Technica. It is currently only a reference product, um, so it's unclear if it'll actually come to the consumer market. Um, but yeah, this is what it looks like. Mm. It looks like eyeglasses. That's what VR glasses should, and those, and then you ha- should look then like. And there's like the, uh, the earbuds on the back yeah, that yeah. go into your ears. And Those then, are evil scientist glasses. That's what they look like. Yeah, they look they like sorry, evil scientist anime glasses. They look like goggles. Yeah, but like, there you go. So the eyeglasses have two micro OLED displays at 4K. Um, we're not sure if it 4K oh, is both or or one ear individual, um, which claims to eliminate the screen door effect. So apparently there is no screen door effect on these things. Um, I guess because they're OLED. I don't know. Uh, 
because I'm assuming the the ones in the current ones are I'm all sure LCD. Panasonic knows what button to button so yeah sure they're also the first VR screens to support HDR so Ooh. vibrance and they sport a new quote optical module that quote allows the display of na- natural and distortion free images in super single focus how much are they uh, they are re- they are currently a reference model, so they're not they're yeah. not for sale yet, or they're so not. So they're proof of concept. Yes, well, no. yeah, that's what CS Essentially. is for. Essentially, okay. yeah, CS has a lot of that stuff. People just throw stuff at it. Yeah, um, and the thing is, even if Panasonic weren't to make these themselves, the design would probably go forward, and uh, and come from somebody else. This is all. I think it was, and then I think this technology, this optical module technology, was. Uh, was was credit was uh, help being made by 3M and some other company in Massachusetts. 3M and Massachusetts-based Copen Corporation. Yes, Copen. So, the optical module thing is basically how it allows it to make it look like one image. Like you know how like you have two eyes, but you see one. Yes. There's a blind spot there, but you really don't notice it. Yeah. So it's going to make it look like that. So that's pretty cool because this solves the comfort and bulky factor of VR headsets right now yeah and um sure i'm curious to see where this goes forward this is we're getting to the future boys the future is is coming it's nice 2020 we're seeing clarity right now so Mm, there you go through my panasonic eyeglasses i think you'll see things that look like this for consumers at like a reasonable price within a few years probably I mean, it's only been seven years. I think I think it's seven since Oculus came out with the first Oculus Dev Kit, which is the first like really the real the real virtual reality headset. Yeah, remember that thing? It was like very very large and yeah. it was like face. flat. And uh, yeah, it was like very boxy and large and flat, and like it it looked really stupid. And then now you know, years later, we have the Oculus Quest, which is a standalone headset that can play Beat Saber. Yes, sir. Like it's like we're we're get, we're moving places pretty quickly. Um, seven years is no short time, but it's definitely not very long in the grand scheme of things. Real quick, yeah. I wanted to add, I am god awful at super hot. <laughs> oh no! It's because there are moments where it requires you to throw things at people, and like a two year old, I can't. I'm do telling it. you right now, it's not easy. Like you have to get used to it. Oh, thank God! Like I. If I try to throw something at an enemy that's like an average distance away from me, there's like a 50-50 it's missing, even with the playtime I have on it. Yeah, like I could throw my phone at that black cushion over there. No problem. Yeah. But like in VR, it'll be like... Yeah, you gotta... It'll just hit the table table. in front of me, and I'm like, I swear to God, I'm not an idiot. It's both the game as well as being used to interacting with a VR environment. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I've taken up enough of our time. Um, Go for it. Someone, uh, someone, I don't remember who said this, one of the podcasts that I watch, uh, they were saying, yeah, the one of the reasons why VR ha- really hasn't taken off like it should is just because of how, like, bulky and stuff and just, like, Wires c- can you can you imagine getting ready to play video games? Like that's the reality yeah, we're I got, in. I gotta, yeah. I gotta set it. You up gotta, you gotta get ready. Like which you're is going why the somewhere. quest is really yeah. making moves out here. Yeah. Because it's got built-in sensors and you all, there's no wires. You just put it on your head and grab your controllers and you go. Yeah. I mean, you really setting, need a room dedicated to VR. Yeah, most that, of the time. But like setting up the one we have, like it only takes a few minutes. But yeah, like, it's but easy still, if you it's just grab like, something and put yeah. it on, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're in there. Uh, the world is about seconds now, so that's true. 
We got one more thing to talk about for the tech news. All right, uh, Windows 7 is dead. Finally. Well, it keeps, it, it's been killed over and over again in different ways. You know, first they kill, they, they stop supporting it with like software updates and then they start, stop doing this thing and this thing. And so Windows 7 is, is in the, like the almost the final stage of dead, which basically Finally. means no more free security updates to fix vulnerabilities and issues to your um, computer. So if it turns out that there's a major vulnerability in something that runs on Windows and you have Windows 7, have fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I think we talked about this on the stream at one point. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You people in, in your Windows 7, they just keep holding on to yeah, it. Yeah, sick. Just Upgrade your shit. Stop. Windows 7 is a great operating system, but it's over 10 years old. It's time it's over. to let go. Let Windows go. 10 is the future. It's been the future for the past five years almost. Wow, five years. And man. yeah, it came out in 2015. Yeah. And uh, and it's going to continue to be the future for a long time, uh, with con you know they continue to update it and improve it and and uh, unify it and make things better. And now is the time to upgrade. If you still have Windows Seven, you have a free path to upgrading to Windows Ten. Actually, um, not exactly sure how all that works, but it's there. Um, but yeah, please don't stick around on that operating system anymore. It's dangerous for you and. The network you reside on for things you know to stay on that operating system um and soon enough within the next few years you're gonna stop you're gonna start seeing companies stop supporting windows 7 with their software um although i see here that uh what you call it i think google has already said that they'll support chrome on windows 7 until the middle of 2021 so you still have a little bit of time on that one um, we've already seen a lot of people drop support for XP, which doesn't surprise me. League, League dropped support for XP only like last year. Uh, funny enough. Yes, yeah, so yes. There's no security updates, no software updates, no tech support. Yeah, you don't get tech support either, which yeah. no surprise there. Um, of course, if you're a business or, educa or education Windows 7 user, um, you can pay to extend security updates, but it's not cheap. Um, it says extended updates for Windows 7 Enterprise is approximately $25 um, per machine and the cost doubles to $50 per device in 2021 and again to $100 in 2022. It's even worse for Windows 7 Pro users which, start, which starts at $50, then goes to $100, then goes to $200. These costs will naturally de vary depending on the volume of PCs in, in use at a business, but they're still going to be um, substantial for large for larger firms. Of course, if your PC never connects to the internet, and it's sitting in a warehouse or something like that. You probably don't need to worry about this that much. Um, but if you're if you're if this is your personal PC, your game PC or something, you should probably make the Definitely. upgrade. Um, yeah, Windows 10 is not that hard to use, my friend. It's it's gotten even better since it launched in 2015. Quite a bit better. Um, if you can't get it for free for some reason, you can usually find it for pretty cheap on on places like scdkey.com yeah. and other other key websites or through OEMs. There's a, you know, they're a little bit sketchy, but um, it's much cheaper. I just built a PC for my brother and we got Windows 10 for $15 or something yeah. like that. And yeah. even if that key for some reason gets screwed later on and you have to, you know, get a new one, that's only 15 bucks compared to the 120 it actually costs to buy Windows 10 from yeah. Microsoft. So, yeah, uh, we're moving on. We're moving on to a unified system, which is probably good. 
Windows 8 probably won't be very far behind. Yeah. Because um, people, there's people even less really people on that. Like. The, the market share for Windows 7 is still over 10%. So there's a lot of people. Stupid. Um, it's crazy. Probably in other countries, but some people are for sure are being stubborn about it. I know that much. Yeah. All right, now let's move on to the payload, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff Freaking here. Good. We have, let me count. We have one, two, three. Two and three are related. Actually, two, three, and four are related. Ah, ah, so ah. we're good. There's there's only there's you. only four. So here we go. So first things first. Nintendo and Game Freak hosted a po- new Pokemon Direct this past week, and this is what we learned. Um, so real quickly before we, I'm gonna pass it off to Trey for the main stuff. But we also got. Sorry. They started off the direct by showing off a remake of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team. Um, which I believe there was there was two games before, right? It was blue and red, <laughs> and now it's now it's just one game oh God. called uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. It's coming out on March sixth, twenty twenty, on you know Switch, of course. And there's a demo available right now if you want to try it out. And I have it on my Switch. I have not played it yet, mm-hmm. but from what I've heard, it's clean. So I'm gonna have to hop into that. Nice. I think of all the games I beat. Two or three of them, mm. even though there are like ten different games of the uh, rescue team of the mystery dungeon games. Mm. There are okay. just so many. I was unaware of that. This is from 2006. So this is going to be a 14 year old game being remade for yeah, us. Yeah, there's now. like explorers of time, explorers of sky, and all. I didn't know other that. ones. It's, it's wow. Yeah, but all these uh, secondary games. But yeah, uh, people were actually wondering. They were like, "Are you guys going to make like another one?" Like put on Switch, that'd be pretty dope. And Nintendo was like, "No, but actually, kinda." And they were like, "Hey, remember that thing you guys wanted? Well, here's not that, but instead, here's here's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, because everyone wanted them to do a uh, like a re- like a remake of fourth gen. Oh, yeah. Ah, but people also wanted them to do Mystery Dungeon. Gotcha. Okay." It's just less people want them to do Mystery Dungeon. So. That's a little interesting thing Still, we got. this is going to be really good. And then one more thing before we jump into the big news is uh, we also got a release. This is the last thing we showed up on the Direct. We also got a release month for Pokemon Home, which is the replacement to the old Pokemon Bank um, that acts as a cloud-based home, hence the name, for your Pokemon from multiple games. It works on. It works with Let's Go. Or sorry, let's. It works with Pokemon Go, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, and of course Sword and Shield. But you can also link it with your Pokemon Bank, which effectively makes it compatible with all your 3DS games as well. Wow! So you can bring Pokemon all over the place. Of course, you can't play with a Pokemon in Sword and Shield if it's not in the game. But we got more to add to that. So yeah, and it's coming out next month in February. So good. and I believe they say we're gonna get more information as it gets much closer to launch. So maybe I'll pull some of my boys from uh, Sun Sun and Moon. But of course, that can't best that can't be the only thing that they announced. They got you got some big news because this thing was what twenty five minutes long. Something we got like that. a yeah, big about, boy. About fuck. So Should, all right, can you start, can start the timer back up. Fine. Oh, that's fine. All that's right. Fine. Um, it's been a few minutes. So, okay, Nico, would you kindly pull up the picture? Sure. And this, you know, as Hyke said, this Pokemon Direct from uh, the 9th, I believe. 
Something like that. Yeah, some crap like that. Uh, I don't know what day it was. And this is about Pokemon Sword and Shield, because what else would it be about? It was sometime in the past. Exactly. So, uh, let me see. Nope. Okay. First thing I want to emphasize, this is DLC, not a third game, which they've done, I don't know how many times. I think, like, every generation, there have been some sort of third iteration that yeah. most people were just like, whatever, I'm just going to wait for the third iteration and then just go from there. This is this is the replacement for that, though, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, because you know, you saw the memes where it's like, ah, it's gonna be Pokemon Gun now. But nope. It this this one is called, I think, Part One, which is coming out in June, is like. It's like Pokemon, like something about an isle. It's the Isle of Armor, and the one coming out in fall is called uh, the Crown Tundra. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you know, somewhere in fall. And yeah, we don't know exactly when yet. Okay. Maybe we'll find out E three. Cause this was this was a this was a this was confusing, uh, for some people. It was obvious to me, but some people was confusing, and I get it because their wording was not great in this. Um, and so the expansion pass cost thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. And it said on the bottom at the end of the stream, it said thirty dollars each. Yeah. So a lot of people thought that meant thirty dollars. For um, part one, the uh, the uh, Isle of Armor, and thirty dollars for the Crown Tundra. Oh no, I, that's not what it means. No, no, sixty dollars for each expansion pass. Yeah. So for every, if you have Sword and Shield, if you have both games and you want the expansion pass on both games, that's yeah. going to cost you thirty dollars each. But if you're like most, which people, most people won't do that exactly. Exactly. If you're like most people and you just have and you just have one of the two versions. It's thirty dollars for each DLC, meaning each DLC, meaning each one costs fifteen dollars. So you're not—they're not charging you a new game price. Mm-hmm. It's just thirty. All right. Calm down. Um, but it gives you—and it gives you both expansions. Yes, and it gives you both expansions. And as far as we know, these are the only two, but there could be more. So, they, we are led to believe that there's going to be more. Oh yeah, And I'll definitely. get in—and I'll get into that a bit later. Okay. Um. So a total of two hundred plus Pokemon mm-hmm. will be returning throughout both of them. Yes, throughout both of them. Yeah. Yes. So a hundred plus for uh, part one and a hundred plus for part two, meaning even when the Pokeban or uh, what was it, uh, Pokemon Home, mm-hmm. yeah, even when that comes out next month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even when that comes out next month, you can't actually import your other Pokemon that aren't in the Pokedex already. Until June or fall. Yeah. Depending um, on what it is. Yes. Which, this has been the case with other Pokemon games, where you couldn't import them immediately. It's just, this one, it takes more time, because initially... they're not when they, actually in the game. Yeah, when they made Pokemon Bank... When they made the Pokebank available, like for Sun and Moon, I believe it wasn't available until January or February. So now you're just going to have to wait a few more months. Yeah. Which sucks for some people, but well, for me, it's for me it's cool. But yeah. I get the frustration. Um, and surprisingly enough, so okay, data mining has been a very like big thing in Pokemon. Pretty much, when you yeah. data mine something, that's all that's in the game, and it's and ninety nine point nine percent of the time they've been correct. This time, that's not the case, because we found a list of all the Pokemon that were and were not going to be in the game. And judging by this direct, there are a whole bunch of Pokemon that are going to be in the game that we didn't find in the data mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, we don't know if they could. They could potentially one day add all the Pokemon in. I don't know. 
if they clean if, if they keep their files clean, then then we maybe we'll never know what's coming next. Exactly, which is nice. I like being surprised. But an example being the legendaries, like Landorus and Volcarona. Yeah. They're coming back. Yeah. I don't know how balanced they're gonna be because prior to this She's game, like a quiver dance all over the place. Stop, stop! <laughs> especially if you give her, her especially give you, if you give Volcarona them Tims, anti hazards. Oh no! Yeah, that's gonna be actually crazy. Wow! See, we'll see if they get nerfed. It's gonna be broken. What the? Heck? We'll see if they get nerfed or buffed. Whatever. We'll see. The Just boots. Know you be you people can stop bitching. Uh okay. Uh, I think you, yeah, you can go to the next picture. Next picture. Sweet. Which, I didn't realize how small it was. Can I? Um, it's very small. Eh. Sorry, there's not uh, much going on there. Yeah, there's not. You, you can basically. You get a general idea of what these uh, expansions look like and where these they're going. people go- on their phones are just going to be like. I mean, I mean, the second one's kind of obvious by you, the name. A tundra is a very snowy place. Yeah. This picture is. Small resolution, you can probably find the same picture at a higher resolution. Oh yeah, yeah most probably. definitely. Yeah. So, all right, before I go before I go into this part, um, just in case you were confused, whether they be new or old Pokemon, you do not need to buy the DLC in order to get them. It's just that these Pokemon will probably spawn in the new locations. So if you have a friend that has it, but you don't want to get it, you can have them trade you. Yeah. You can do wonder trade that's how i got the majority of the exclusive pokemon or you can or you can still and you can still use pokemon home mm-hmm. um so there are ways for you to get some of the new content without actually yeah, needing yeah. without yeah, actually, need to actually buy it which is pretty good mm-hmm. so okay You're locked out of a pokemon that you can't use might be broken you can't use it exactly so the wow. isle of armor is in a beach setting with training as a theme you are training under uh, Leon's old master. That boy. Who we are going to get into a bit later once we see a picture of young him. Young Mustard. mustard. If there's one thing that nigga <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and like I said, with, with this one, it's coming out in June, it's over on the left, uh, there will be 100 plus older Pokemon added. Oh, nice. Part two, uh, which is the Crown Tundra, is a snowy setting, and exploration is the theme. Mm-hmm. You're, they're pretty much going to see you up in some Death Stranding type crap, and you're just going to be exploring. And actually, I never knew this. Apparently, there was a silhouette of that place when you go into a max raid battle. Oh, yeah. There's, I like, heard a, about there's that, like a silhouette of it in the background, which I never knew or noticed. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Oh, but also, with the whole data mine thing proven to be wrong, in a sense... That proves that all of this stuff that they're talking about, it wasn't in the game, and they just have to press a button to unlock it. Like this is like legitimate DLC. Yeah, yeah like that's what it was. On this, yeah. That's what it was in like past Pokemon games, where it's like, oh, here's this area that I can't access until they press a button and activate the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, next picture, please. Also, the uh, these these open these new areas for the expansions are going to be open areas like the wild. Yeah. Area. Yes. We've Which is told. actually really dope. Um, yeah, and they got new characters to meet, new storylines to follow, new Pokemon to catch, as we said, and new end game content. Oh, and of course, new new cosmetics and clothing and stuff like that to get for your character. Oh, yeah, boy, looks clean, man. So all right, they look clean. 
this this healthy young boy right here is <laughs> Galarian Slowpoke. And because of some berries that he ate, apparently, he is monopsychic instead of water psychic. Um, let's see. Right now, you can get him. Uh, regardless of boy what lost you... all of his moisture. <laughs> Jeez. Boy's dry. He's a flat, dry boy. That's look, what at I'm saying. look at his mouth. It's dry. Help him. Um, but please. regardless of whether you pre-ordered it or not, um, an update came out with Pokemon Sword and Shield. I don't, even, I don't even think it's like very big yeah. at all. But you can go back to the train station in the first city, and you'll meet a certain person who I'll get to in a minute. And they'll also give you the ability to catch a Galarian Slowpoke. Mm-hmm. However, you cannot evolve him yet. Yeah, you can yeah. use him in battle. Everything has a move set and everything. You cannot evolve him yet. The items that you need to evolve him um, will are found, are found in in the Isle of Armor mm-hmm. and the Crown Tundra. Yeah, Isle of Armor will give you Galarian Slowbro, and Crown Tundra will give you Galarian Slowking. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, you can get you can get him right now. Uh, let's see, next picture, please. That's the boy. It's the new boy. It's this, the boy. This young it's boy the, right here. the new here. boy on the block. This young boy right here, his name is Cubfu. Yes, sir. That's so amazing. They made it a point put in the game. to say that Oh Shofu's next. I know. To say that Cubfu is not from the Galarian region. He's not from the he's not from the Gala region. Uh-huh. He used to be, but then they migrated somewhere else and now he's coming back to to Galar. That's Where he's from, we don't know. But he's 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 back now. So apparently you meet him through the story. And because he's all about training and he evolves once he's reached when he once he's done a certain amount of training, I would assume you would get him in part one, which is the uh, Isle of Armor. Yeah. And let's see, is there anything else on it? Okay. Yeah, I think I think all these poke most of these Pokemon that they've shown are or part one. A lot of the part two stuff hasn't been shown yet. Yes. I know, is, I know some of the part two stuff has been shown. There's like one thing that's been shown for uh, part two. I know something about yeah. Next picture, please. Oh, his ability is Inner Focus. Hey. Which is better now because with Pokemon with Inner Focus cannot be flinched or something. And there's the big boy. There's Shofu. Ah, there is there is Shofu. That's crazy. But in, in game they call him Urshifu. That's crazy. That's crazy. So Urshifu can Gigantamax. Oh, that boy's boy. Gigantamax is clean. And as you've seen, that's not just like, ah, here's what he looks like in different poses. Nope, those are two different forms. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't like the form shit, but sure. And actually, the forms are dependent on a choice that you make in-game. It doesn't matter which version you have. Mm. Oh, okay, that's good. So, yeah. If you have sword, you you can have either of them. If you have shield, you can get either of them. Oh, I thought it was going to be like another toxicity yeah. type of thing. And I was just like... <sighs> well, toxicity is dependent on nature. Yeah, well, like those kind of things, like nature, yeah. items, stuff like that. That's cool. It's based on a choice. Yeah. You got choice it's based, based on a choice. Yeah, choices in Pokemon. Yes, you do. We are an RPG out here. So the first one, the one on the left, is called Single Strike Style. It is Fighting Dark, and its ability is un is a uh, Unseen Fist. We don't know what Unseen Fist does. Well, I can mm-hmm. see his fist right now. The other so. one's typing is better. I hate you. Huh? The other one's typing is better, in my opinion. Speaking of the next one, thank you, thank you, Westlax. Um, we have Rapid Strike Style, who oh, is yes. fighting and water. His ability is fighting also Unseen Fist. Is definitely better than Dark Fighting. Where's it's the water? I guess it's an island, we'll so see. he's on an island. 
We better be clean. So what what their moves are, what they do, what their abilities do, we have no idea. We just know this dude probably going to be clean. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be clean. I um, made it a point to show them off. Yeah. Yep. Let me see. I can't. Next I can't imagine him banded, bruh. Think probably gonna be dumb. Next, you have this weird, this weird little goat thing. He's apparently the god. He is the actual goat. He is no his. T- his name is Calyrex, and right. his title is the King Pokemon. Yeah. Apparently, in ancient times, he used to rule over the Galar region, but for some reason, does not now. Yo, and I'll. I'll p- <laughs> That's true. That's weird. Why is it like that? I'll put it. I'll put it up. But when they showed him. They showed him this, like, mystic, like, like, really, like, mysterious, like, uh, trailer for him. Where he's just, like, floating in the, in the sky. He's just, like, looking at you like he's the god. He's, he's like, I <laughs> He's seeing judged. through you. I have judged you. Exactly. Um. I'll put it up. So I'll say it, but I fucks with him. Yeah. I like, I like what he looks like, but I'll be damned if he don't look stupid. Why are his legs that long? He has no kneecaps. What is that on his head? It's a berry. It's a god berry from the god tree or something. Is it, was, was That's that? not actually lore. I was I about to no say. I was about to say. There's gr- no way. Bombs are out of his neck. World War Three. He has bomb. He has links bombs on his neck. Is this, is this a message from Japan? Exactly. <laughs> this is a message from Japan. Fuck with us, and we're gonna drop this nigga on you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, and look, he's already telling you to get out. Look at his tiny arms. Exactly. Yeah, forget. He's like, get out. So, I didn't even realize that. Jeez. So okay. Yeah, die. Only th- only other thing we know about and, him and is he that he flies too. Look at those wings. Oh yeah, those are wings. I need to see a three D model of him. Only other thing we know is that he is psychic and grass. Doesn't yeah. he? Doesn't he die, die Gantamax too? I don't know if he does. Yeah, we don't. Did, know was that not the same thing I'm thinking of that I saw? And he is most likely defensive. Okay. I can, I don't know why I can just see him being a defensive bulky Pokemon. All right. Through that bulbous thing on his head. Exactly that big ass thing. Next, please. So this is this is one of my few critiques about it, in that these are gigant. These next like two, this one and the next two, are uh, Gigantamax forms for your starter Pokemon. I was saying that they should have been there to begin with, but whatever. Yeah. So this, as you can see, is Gigantamax. Uh, I was about to say Antelion and Cinderace. You know. Um, giant ears, and he's standing on, for some reason, a giant pyro ball, which is his signature move. If his signature move changes, I have no idea. I would assume so. But... Cinderace reminds me of Mako from uh, Fire Force. True. Um, something that you'll notice about the Gigantamax forms of the of the uh, starter Pokemon from Galar is that they themselves do not get any bigger. Yeah. It's that... Parts of their parts of them get bigger, but they themselves do not get bigger. So next, please. Next one is uh, Gigantamax and Teleon. The boy with the stick keeps keeps that thang on him. Um, the boy's armed and ready. <laughs> he always care. He picks up a Charmander when he holds the four, but as far as guns, he always keeps one on him like Bulbasaur. Um, bars. As I said before, you already know. As I said before. He is not any bigger. His tail, though, I'm pretty sure they said, like, his tail grew, like, to, like, 230 feet or something. 
that he uses as like a pole to stand on. He can snipe dudes. This man made his own sniper nest. They just they described that he was it. He can hit a berry rolling down a hill from nine miles away. No way. What, what? I love how they described that specifically. Po- Pokemon Company. What? He actually just what? has a sniper. What does that do for me? He actually just has a bro. Actually, just has a sniper. She looks like a, she looks like a harpoon. That comes Yo, down. what if he can't run from? Like, if he runs, you just he automatic headshot. Yo, <laughs> if you try, if you try to escape or switch out, it's Yo, automatic it's all, crit. Yo, Ugh, be nasty. Stop. That'd be disgusting. Stop. You already right. said it. Forget stop. <laughs> oh my goodness. I only said it because Pokemon Company is thinking about it. I know. Bro, that'd be so clean. Anyway, next picture, please. Then you have Gigantamax Rillaboom, of which they did not show a full picture of him. But you know those like leaves that are like on his back? Yeah, his uh Edge. Super Saiyan 3 hair. Yeah. Those grew to gigantic proportions. And he has an entire well, ass drum set. That with one him. the one shit. That a uh, Naruto character has. Am I right? Am I thinking of a different anime? Uh, I've seen it before, in a cosplay. Hmm. Oh, oh, you're probably talking about Tokyo Ghoul. Maybe uh, Kaneki. Oh yeah, maybe. So I yeah. Guess, uh, By the way, their special ability should be coming out soon, and Rillaboom should be really good. Okay. Hopefully, because I don't like his. Same thing with Cinderace. Um. All right. Okay. Uh, next picture, please. Oh, so, all right. Here, let's, let's go. This is where you, the real shit comes this in. This is some cleanliness right the now. The birds. So, the birds, so, so legendary birds from Gen 1, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres are coming back. And there are, there are a bit of uh, theories going around in the community. All right, give me one second. That all right. might be it, yeah. So, they're either Galarian forms, in which case... Then there would be two sets of legendary birds, which would be weird. I think they are Galarian forms, but I could be wrong. Uh, or, and what people were saying is more likely, is that they're, they're, they are the Gigantamax version of the legendary birds. Because the legendary oh. birds, there's, there's only supposed to be one of them. Yeah. Like, that, like, like the legendary you find... Yeah, like technically there's supposed to be only one. Yeah, there's so if you get a Mewtwo, that that's the only Mewtwo in existence. Yeah. So if they so if these were Galarian forms, then there would be again two sets of legendary birds, which ain't which ain't cool. Or you know that'd be weird. So they'd have to have some type of explanation for that. So that so okay, I'm just gonna say that these are Gigantamaxes. Mm-hmm. For now, uh, that would gigan- make a lot of sense. That is Gigantamax Zapdos. Whether it's type changes, we have no idea. He could be electric fire for all we know. That be that Seems would make like sense. It. I think I think it'd be pretty cool too. Then again, he, well, yeah, okay, yeah. That that would be clean, so clean to me. He looks the best, but it's up. It's up I it's like Articuno. My Next picture, Articuno's piece. I like the all best. Of that yeah, is Gigantamax Moltres. That looks like Dark Fire. Yeah. yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Could be Dark Fire. It's like, it's like if Moltres and um and Yveltal mixed together. Also, I don't know why, but I'm also thinking of Fire Fairy. I don't know why. Yo, that'd be crazy. Thing. Fire Fairy. Fire Fairy. Ooh. That'd be awesome. Because isn't, uh, so isn't Fairy uh, um, super effective against uh, Steel? No, it loses to Steel. Uh, but it wins against Dragon and Fighting, yeah, yeah. I think. 
Like, it is a hard counter to dragon. Like, yeah. dragon moves don't even affect any fairy Which types. makes no sense, but so, sure. Yeah. Next picture, please. Then you have That's Articuno. the boy. That's the boy. I have no idea what Articuno look, look could possibly be. Look at his eyes. Be. He's fucking ice, ice beam. Laser beam. Ice beam. Like, look at him. It's look at him. He's ice, so cool. It would be ice what? I'm thinking what, immediately when I saw that, I was like, ice ghost. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it I'm could thinking. could be. Yeah, the yeah. purple. Yeah. That either way, whether it's Gigantamax or a Galarian form, birds from another dimension, I don't care. Them things look cool. I want them now. Give me them. God, they look so. These cool. are coming in the Crown Tundra DLC. Yes, they. Yes, they are. They're coming in the second one. We know that much. Yeah. Next, please. That's one of the only things we've seen from the second one. And as I thought, the Gen one, the the other two Gen one starters, being Venusaur and Blastoise, are getting some love as well. Of course. Because it wouldn't make sense to have Charizard be Gigantamax. He's so cute. And not the other two. That is Gigantamax Venusaur, as you can tell. With his crown. That boy has a crown of his own, so I'm assuming Crown you got a Tundra. Smoke coming out of the crown. Look like, at it. That man's got his own shade when he walks out in the sun. Exactly. And look, for once, he's actually happy. Cheap. I know. God. God, I really... That's I like, my boy. I like Venusaur even more than I did before. Next, please. Jack Handsome Max Blastoise. You remember, you remember Mega Blastoise? Yeah. He, did, he had a giant cannon yeah, on Yeah, he got him. one exactly. big cannon. This dude has an entire fortress. That's what I'm He's got saying. artillery. He said, fuck it, give me Fort Knox on my back. He said, I got legally owned firearms. I have <laughs> legally owned firearms. Look at them. They're legal. And he's, they're legal, he's regal, he's out here. By the way, I guess Gigantamax has the red outline around it. Yeah. And you have the uh, so the birds the birds aren't in aren't That's in true. Red, aren't in Gigantamax form. But what's the difference between that and Dynamax? From what we can tell, they do not. So okay, Gigantamax is when they're huge. Is it's when well no the size is the same as Dynamaxing, but with Gigantamaxing, number one their design is different, but that's yeah, obvious. The forms are different. But they have a signature move. Gotcha. Yeah. So for example. Um, I can't remember the big ass elephant's name. Um, it's like a green elephant. Uh, yeah, Copperaja. Copperaja. Uh, so Copperaja's uh, special Gigantamax move is it but hits you with a steel type move, and after you're hit, it drops spikes, like a wow, like steel really? like steel spikes. It's the same thing with I want to say Colossal. Except except it's ground it's a, type spikes. It's an offensive hazard move. What yes. the hell? And That's stupid. Lapras has something similar also. Okay. But yes. I can't, I, I can't wait to know what the other ones are. Oh, let's move on. Okay, next. We, we are running out of right. we running we got, time here. We got some Reggie love. So, okay, if you remember the Reggies in Gen 3, Not they got hoed. Yeah. Oh, they did them dirty. Because... There might have been one Reggie that was kind of good. The rest of them were garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Reggie Gigas, which you could only get is if you got Reggie Steel, Reggie Ice, and Reggie Rock, and then went to the temple in like Gen Four. That's the only way you could get uh, Reggie Gigas. The lore behind it, real quick, was that Reggie Gigas was like a thing. He created Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice, and Reggie Steel, and then made them, and so. He set them loose and made them his keys to, like, his dungeon or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just, all he wanted to do was sleep. Since niggas kept bothering him, he was like, y'all are my keys, y'all hide away. 
Yeah. Lol. Until we disturbed him and now we're making him fight. Cool. Also, imagine gaining uh, Pokemon that are have elemental powers just to get a normal type. That's facts. <laughs> oh, and you know the other thing? Regigigas is dick. Yeah. <laughs> He's trash, garbage, ass, booty. So, and now we have new Regis. Now we have, for some reason, new Regis. I don't know if the deal with them is. I thought he only made three, but turns out he made five, potentially six. So, so that this one, obviously, we don't know the names of these. Yeah, yeah. obviously, no, Reggie Zap, Reg, I don't Reggie know. Shock, Reggie Shock, Reggie Zap. I like Reggie Zap. Um, that's oh. obviously an electric Reggie. We don't know what his deal is. Next, please. That is a dragon Reggie. Reggie Ooh. Dragon, Reggie Drake. Reggie Drake, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that, that that makes sense. All I know is these niggas look cool. Yeah. I like I like the Reggies. I like the Reggies. I might get some Reg. I might make a Reggie team. Anyway, so yeah, next please. So these so, are these so, are some of the outfit themes of the uh, new DLC Isle of Armor. Also, uh, obviously, you have Training Gi and Crown Tundra. You have, like I said, some Death Stranding shit. I like this. Like it actually reminds me of Fire Force. True. And I kind of like sure. it. All right, next. Ah, that's, that's the, the boy. boy. We have the man, the myth, the legend, quite yeah. literally. Mr. Young, Eyebrows himself. Young Mustard. Young Mustard. That's actually his name. So, Must, yes, that is his actual name. Mustard is the guy who trained Leon. Yeah. Leon, the guy who, like, won, like, a thousand matches undefeated until we came along. Exactly. Mustard was the dude that trained him. So, Leon was the truth. This dude gotta be the truth. That 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 boy is. I even mean, look at his eyebrow. His eyebrows have length. His <laughs> eyebrows have length. That shows wisdom. That shows wisdom. You already know what I'm saying. And look look at his expression. He's like, I'm gonna beat your ass. That's that's Master Xehanort right there. Exactly. You better, you better yeah. watch out. You better watch out. That's Master Xehanort <laughs> after you beat his ass. He actually he, he looks like a Pokemon kinda. man, trying to take over the world. Exactly. exactly. Look at him. He even got some style on him. Exactly. I see you with the jacket. For the jacket? All right. All right. What do you got in store for us? I don't know. But next. Miss All right. Thickness. So, All these okay. bad bitches, man. Pokemon Company need to stop. So, if y'all... <laughs> almost. That's if, actually true. Sorry. Please stop. If y'all remember, I they mentioned... Slow down. If y'all remembered, I there mentioned... There was a three before this game. Sorry. I'm sorry. If y'all remember, I mentioned that with uh, Galarian Slowpoke, you'll be able to meet a certain person that, that kind of gives you him, or at least gives you the opportunity to get him. These are the people. These are the rivals, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah these the are new rivals. New, these yeah. are your new rivals. Um, For the Isle of Armor, specifically. I'm yes. so glad I have Sword. If you have Sword, you get to meet Clara. Oh, and by the way, yeah, I'm, I'm really regretting that decision now. Their little uh, backstory, if you will, is that they are aspiring gym leaders. Mm. Yeah. So, as you can tell... Oh, she, um, oh, they're both going to get gym leaders, I'll tell you that right Avery now. Avery, on the right, and yes, his character model in-game does have the Pokeball swirling around his head. Um, he wants to... He's an aspiring psychic-type gym leader. That's a male? Yeah. That's what that I was is, that is like, a male. That's a guy, yes. And uh, young Clara... Uh, hopefully not too young. <laughs> um, not. Young Clara <laughs> is an aspiring poison-type gym leader. Yo... Okay, hopefully not too young. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. And I'm, right. I'm just very thrown off now. Keep going. Uh, so yeah, like I said, if you go into the first town, go into the train station. If you have sword, you'll meet Clara. If you have shield, you'll, you'll meet Avery. 
and they'll be like, sup, bitch. Here's yeah, they're, they're both going to say that. Here's a new mon. Peace. All right. Is there anything else? All right. And last thing, they're they're going to add 100 plus new clothing items. Thank you. Look and at Marnie. Here, you, look can, at Marnie. you can look like young Marnie. You can look like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. You can look like my dude over there in the in the middle left. I like the shirt. The penguin's clean. And, and you can actually even get Leon's hat. Or you can look like uh, Chairman Rose. Rose, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, just in case you wanted to, MC Widow's Peak over there, uh, you can get them. You, you can look like... I don't mm-hmm. know why you would, but sure, whatever your style is, bro. Forget Widow's Peak. All right, I think that was it, right? Yep. Yeah. That's a lot of Pokemon talk, but I like it. Oh, I, gotta, I gotta start man. playing my game now. Because oh, <laughs> the stuff man. yet to do that. I have gonna like... Gonna be good. Gonna be good. I have like... 20 or 30 level 100s right now. Jesus Christ. And two teams. I haven't, Bro. I haven't been playing. I, I just play it like, you know, casually, like in my spare time. I gotta do that. Sometimes. Get back all right, guys. We got another big payload story for us to discuss. Real all quickly. right. That, you know, that was all a Pokemon. This is probably not gonna take as long, but it's definitely a big story. So I wanted to stick it in here. Mm-hmm. So this is only dropped last night. Sony is hey, skipping down. E3. For a second time in a row. Boo. 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 Forget boo. Um, so this is coming from uh, Matt Kim at IGM. And so the statement from Sony after this announcement says, quote, after thorough evaluation of SIE has decided not to participate in E3 2020, we have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. We will build upon our global event strategy in 2020 by participating in hundreds of consumer events across the globe. Our focus is making sure fans feel part of the PlayStation family and have access to play their favorite content. We have a fantastic lineup of titles coming to the PlayStation 4, and with the upcoming launch of the PlayStation 5, we are truly looking forward to a year of celebration with our fans. All right. I'm going to press this by saying I don't think this is that good idea. Not to say that's going to ruin PS4 or Sony or whatever, but I think it's better to be at E3 for a couple of reasons. Uh, first being, like, to reach people that don't have ps4s so like if you do your own thing like let's say you have your own event or whatever i'm not watching that i i just i'm not a ps4 guy so i'm not gonna watch it i'm watching e3 though because i want to see everything that's going on Mm -hmm. and so like people with pcs too pc people with pcs especially because um since ps4 has the exclusives and stuff that aren't on pc you know, they like their graphics and everything, but maybe they see a game. Oh, that game looked good. Maybe I want to try it and get a PS4 real quick. Slide that in. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, PC people aren't aren't console people. Like, they're far from console people. They're just like, I don't want anything to do with consoles. And so, a lot of times they're just like, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. I'll sit over here with my maximum graphics. But yeah, uh, three hundred and sixty frames. Exactly. Yeah. Assuming that my game works. Um, I I I actually I agree with uh, Wesley here. It's just it's convenient, man. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. People in the gaming community, yes, they're probably they're probably gonna watch mm-hmm. it, unless they unless they unless they're like Wesley and that they don't care about Sony. But like, 
most people there are a lot more people that know about E3. Yeah. For Where sure. it's like I don't need I don't need I don't maybe if it's on like specific specific days, but I generally know when e, I generally know when E3 is. Yeah, it's like yeah. in the first two weeks of Je- of June. Yeah, but like it's, pretty, with, it's usually pretty obvious. And it's like with you guys, it's like okay, so when is this event starting? Yeah, like the state of play. And if it's starting at a bullshit time, then I'm going to have to get the recap from you guys. And it's just like, can't we... And it's the reason... One of the reasons... Like I said, one of the reasons why it's E3, it's convenient. Mm -hmm. Right? Generally speaking, I don't give a shit what Bethesda does. Like, generally speaking, I don't give a shit what Bethesda does. But whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch it. And because maybe you'll see something that you like because maybe of I'll it. see something mm-hmm. I like. Exactly. But if Bethesda was like, "Nah, we're doing our own event," I'm not watching it. Yeah. This is the smart thing. Sorry, the smart just to add to really quickly what Trey said. The smart thing would be to do what EA is doing and do an event at the same time as E3, so that everyone's eyes at are least, the same yeah, area. exactly. We don't know if they're not going to if they are not going to do yeah. that yet. So, go ahead. Neil. I see what. Darius was saying in our group chat yesterday, like, if Sony does their own event at their own time, separate from E3, then it's the only thing to be talked about that week, uh, and so yeah. they get all the attention. I get it. But at the same time, unless people are going to be looking for that, then they're not going to end up watching it. If you do your event at E3, everyone's got their eyes on it. They're going to see it regardless. Yeah. So splitting off to do your own thing doesn't help you. Sony uh, has been running... it. Since the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Every <laughs> every year people say Sony won E3. Well, now they just left, so it's like... Exactly. Not to yeah. mention, like, to branch off what you said, people were already going to... They already had all eyes on them anyway. That's what I'm That's saying. What I'm so saying. what... Like, I, I, I don't... More. Why? Yeah, I mean, in last year, them not being E3 made more sense because... They didn't have that much to show. Mm-hmm. They only have a few. Yeah, they only had a few that. games coming out. You know, it made sense. They were yeah. they were only they weren't going to show much of anything if they showed if they had an event. Um, but now you got the PS Five coming out, and you got all these games coming. Out. It's like all right, now now it makes sense to have an event. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what they do, because right now we don't know what things are happening. But we have an inkling, which I'll get to in a second. If you want me to read on further here. Yeah, you go on. Sure. Yeah. So I let, said me, my let, piece. Me, let me finish the rest of this uh, the information that we can continue. Um, the response in the ESA is sort of a non-response, kind of, but it's a response. E3 is a signature event celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovations, redefining entertainment loved by billions of people around the world. E3 2020 will be an exciting, high-energy show featuring new experiences, partners, exhibitor spaces, um, activations and programming I don't know what activations means that will sure. that will entertain new and veteran attendees alike exhibitor uh, interest in our new activations is is gaining the attention of brands that view E3 as a key opportunity to connect with video game fans worldwide um, to add to this real quickly I don't know if you guys saw about this E3 is, E3 is going to try some more fan-esque stuff this year as they've been doing more and more every year they're going to try to have more things going on have some celebrities there doing some stuff like kind of bring some more of like a gathering event going on here because they need to they need to adapt to the environment because because yeah, they're uh, they're important in the journalism like realm is waning pretty significantly you don't need to go to e3 to learn about what's happening at E3 anymore, yeah. a lot for a lot of things. So now they're trying to make it. Oh, well, we want you to come to E3 because we want you to have fun while you're here and do things yeah. while you're here. Because um, it's been first and foremost a conference. Yeah, um, 
for it's the like, longest time. So. It was for for the media. It was the conferences and then the, the behind closed door demos. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of the times that's not the big thing anymore. The conferences are all live streamed and all this stuff's happening. And then so. their demos come out. Hey, and you can play today. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> try yeah. it today. And so it's like, of course, yeah. that's that's fine. I don't know about the whole celebrity thing. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I can pull that up more maybe next episode talk about what they're thinking about with that sick and mean the rocks gonna fucking show up on the screen and be like I'm a gamer just like you guys I'm like, well you have to think about it this way yes at us as gamers it hurts it's cringy it's whatever but people that are not into games what's going say, on gamers ah. and and they get pulled in or maybe Jeez. they're not into games and now they are because of it like yeah um, but I don't think E3 is gonna do that well I'm not saying it's gonna it's not it's gonna just like pull in a stupid number of people because of it I'm just saying you get you get a little more a little bit more attention attention like spice like maybe uh, like with League uh do giving a um so or not giving but uh getting uh you can do What's it, send name? it out. Uh, during the during the uh, finals, uh, what's her name? Uh, like the True Damage performance. Uh, those artists, they're yeah, from yeah, different. The artists, yeah. yeah, they're from different areas and realms, and like people are just like, oh, that artist, like Becky G. Oh, I, I didn't know League of Legends was a thing now, and now I do. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So it just brings. Uh, I suppose, but that's also one particular yeah. game, and we're talking about an entire industry event here. Not, not to mention, like, weren't those people like, at, like, actually, like, in the, like, didn't they actually provide the voices for the characters? Yeah. Uh, I know for Echo, his is there because his is legendary skin, so that's his voice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know about all of them. I don't think all of them did. So yeah, so I. I would say like that was also like partially like for the performance and like for the job. It's it, yeah, it could right. just be because I don't know what they would be doing there. Like would the rock literally just be saying, "Hi, I like this game." All right, see ya. No, and I'm like, why the fuck is he there? No, it's the, like we like, have the rock playing our game. It's like fucking who cares? Yeah, I think it's more like uh, like you can actually like go and like hang out and. Do I want to see this play. guy who's really good at the game play it. Yeah, I don't I, give a shit if The Rock plays it. I think yeah, I think it's more about playing with these people and like kind of doing stuff around, like actual yeah. things to to you know do, not just watch, not just see. Like, didn't they do like a Star Wars Battlefront? Uh, I remember big, that <laughs> big game mode with all the celebrities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something like that. Yeah, like that, that that was cool because you because you blended the two. Yeah, yeah. So if they do something like that, yeah, that's I'll what be I mean. Fine yeah, with it. yeah. That's what I mean. I think that's where they're going to go with it. But I'll if it's just like, Chad, like the fucking, fe- like at a, a, a Game Awards where you had fucking oh, Fast and Furious there. That I'm like, was mother fucking, get it off. Get out. <laughs> turn it off. Why is it here? Get out. I need you to turn <gasps> it off. I just don't want more commercial. I don't want more commercialism because then be like, the celebrities will be like, I made a game. Show it off at E3. I'll pay you if you do. Um, but there's no reason. If to you remind me, them. I'll pull up. I'll pull up information about that whole thing next episode, next podcast, so we can talk. We can like talk about it a little bit. Right. Um, so sure. later on that day, Microsoft confirmed that they will be attending, which is no surprise. Microsoft has kind of committed to E3. Phil Spencer said on Twitter, quote, Our team is hard at work on E3. We look forward to sharing with all who love to play what's ahead of us. 
Our art form has consistently been propelled by the cross me the cross section of creativity and technical progress. 2020 is a milestone year in that journey for Team Xbox. Hashtag Xbox E3. Hashtag E3 2020. So, Microsoft's going, obviously. Cool. No surprise there. And then I said alongside this, we may have an idea of when the PS5 might be shown off. We've been hearing about them doing an event in the early parts of the year like they did with the PS4 in February of 2013. And it appears that we might get a similar experience this time around as well. Um, so they're doing an experience PlayStation event in New York at the Sony, what is it? New York City Space, uh, Sony Square Showroom. And it is going on from today all the way through February 16th. Like, you can go in and you can see things and stuff like that. They're, like, doing some stuff there. It's, like, a celebratory thing. So the possibility here is that maybe towards the end of this event is when they, they hold Drop an actual, in. like, thing where they show it off. Um, and they th I think it was in New York before, the, the mm. PS4 one. Hmm. Well, those racing racing. Yeah, I'm, that's actually yeah. crazy. I need, that, um, I need that in my basement. That's the special features of the PS4 or PS5 that we were talking about. Is that earlier. thing right there? Yeah, you can do and, that, and it still says PS4. That is it. the PS5. Cheat, cheat, <laughs> stupid, big ass thing. No, I, I'm not even talking about the steering wheel. I'm just talking about the chair. I know. That is that behind the seat is the PS5. Right. Yeah, I wonder if this will have anything to do with it. It could be absolutely nothing. Um, as you guys know from last week's podcast, the CES event was only really showing off. The, the new logo, which is pretty obvious what that was. Mm -hmm. And also, they I actually missed it. They, they talked about a bunch of numbers, too. like Numbers, numbers. Different stats and stuff like that. There are over 106 million PS4 sold and a whole bunch of other stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be an interesting time. I think it would be smart for PlayStation to do their own event around E3, like I said before. I think that would still... Because everyone's eyes are going to be on it, like we said... And, but they can also do, like how EA's been doing, EA's been doing EA Play right before E3 starts, like literally the two days before that. Yeah. Um, and the day before that is when they had their conference, so they didn't have one last year because they decided it wasn't worth it. Um, so they can kind of do a thing around there, having a whole event. They could announce a PSX, like a PlayStation experience they usually do in Decembers. They could do that in June right around there in Anaheim or another area of uh, California where that kind of stuff takes place. And do a whole thing. Sure. And show off the PS5 and show off the games and yada, yada, yada. Who knows? They could even hold like two separate conferences. One for PS5 reveal information and one for games that are coming out with the PS for the PS5. Who know, or they could just do together, which they probably would. Um, or it's likely that we see something beforehand. Um, a PS5 reveal in around February or something like that. And then we see the actual, you know, the full reveal with the games and all that in, in June sometime. I think that would still be smart. I don't know what we'll end up getting, though. We'll have to see. Sure. Any other thoughts? Of course. Not really. Um, no, nah, just hopefully, you know, they, they just come out and wow us, I guess. Like I said, I want to be proven wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the payload for the day. Nice. Um, the payload's been dropped. Now we move on to the news blast. All right, news blast. Come oh, on. I oh, see. that works perfectly. I see. I. 
I didn't even think about that when I wrote when I made the this. Payload drops and then you get the news blast. Whoa, news blast! That was at big crazy. brain. We we didn't even peep that. Coming Holy. at you, rapid fire. Holy it's crazy! Shit. That, was, Go. that was made by God Himself. I didn't even do that. I didn't. Yeah, God gave him that thought. Exactly. Praise so, be to Him. You already know. We got a few things here. So first things up, a the band Low Roar was saved by their inclusion in the recently released Death Stranding. Um, they they were heavily featured in this game. Their music was in every trailer for the game. Basically, their music was they have like there's like almost two albums worth of songs that they that they all songs that they already that already produced and you can find them all on Spotify were in the game, and they're uh, they're a very big part of the game's experience. So and apparently they were in not a very good place before they received an email from Sony asking them to use their song I'll Keep Coming which was I believe in the first trailer for Death Stranding and oh then, so prior to like Death Stranding and everything yeah prior to Death Stranding they were in trouble oh. they weren't in a great place yeah. and now they're in a they're in a much better place they're That's from nice. Iceland by the way nice. very interesting uh, situation there's a whole story around how Kojima found their music and was like good on Kojima get in my game come through and go help a brother Jamie. out nice <laughs> exactly uh, next game, Rare, Rare's game, Sea of Thieves, has reached a total of 10 million players this past week. Um, just under two years of being on the market. I feel like the game's been out a little longer than two years. Yeah, it feels, it feels like it. Feels it weird. Yeah. yeah, no, it came out in, I guess, uh, 2018, early, early yeah, 2018. Yeah. People still having fun with that game. Yeah, 10 million total players, and that game hasn't been free, so that means you either have to play, pay for Xbox Game Pass... Which definitely helped with the popularity of this game. Yeah. Yes. Or you had to have bought the game. So there, so that's a lot of people who you know try the game out, and that's <laughs> that's no small number mm-hmm. for a, a exclusive, especially. Um, that's yeah. only available on Xbox and PC. And that game is that game is great, and they're still supporting it very strongly. Yeah. There's updates out. that come out like every few months. Yeah. They with have. new stuff, there's new story like you can go through in there. There's yeah. a lot of things you can there do. There's a shit ton of content now. It's yes. like Warframe now. Cheap. Short. Sure. Like, it's just getting way too big. Gee. <laughs> it's that's not, it's not a, at that point yet, but it's... That's big. what Nico said. He can't get into it right now because it's too much. No, what I was saying was it's a, it's purely an online game, and I can't commit, like, time... Like, you have to play, when you play that game, you're playing at least an hour. I can't... I couldn't commit, like, an okay. hour or Yeah, because it's like, you can't just jump in. What, what's going to happen. You gotta, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta go in there and do a few voyages or do do a few things... Like yeah. get on the boat, set the boat up, go out, avoid trouble, which is sounds tedious, but it's a lot of fun when you yeah. actually want to sit down and play it. But um, follow, uh, it does take time. Follow clues. I think I might try to we'll play a little maybe, bit more. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Got to figure out everything right now. You know, school starting back up again. Uh, we got four more things. Bandai Namco revealed plans for a collaboration between Persona Five Royal. And two Sorter Online mobile games, those being Sorter Online Memory Defrag and Sorter Online Integral Factor, both uh, both of those games are already available on mobile, iOS and Android. And Persona 5 Royal is on PS4 in Japan, coming to the West later this year. But no further information is currently available on the collaboration. Neil, can you click on that link? I don't know what's about to happen. It's so random. I it's no so idea. weird. It's random... Because, well, Band- well, first of all, it's not like they're owned by the same people. So that's yeah. Sega slash Atlas and Bandai collaborating. Gold Sega. Um, 
Yeah, and then like there's this there's look this at image. Kirito. Oh, that's the wrong one. She. Oh well, whatever. Well, yeah, I'll put it here. But like, look yeah, at Kirito in it. like pers- he's personified. <laughs> uh, yeah, go back to the base website. What's the problem? You can, this is what happens when you go to the website. It's if called it, if person- it loads properly. Personification. It does this. It's like it shows. I don't think there's any sound, but there's a. It shows like this whole thing about Sora Online, then it like goes into Persona, and yeah. it's like, sick man. Like look at it. It looks awesome. Look I don't know him. what He's this so, is though. I mean, it's so collaboring with mobile games. So I it's love like, the dithering. The dithering. I'm more interested about what if if anything, what sword art stuff will end up in Persona that's Five Royal saying. than that's what the I'm other saying. way around. That's what I'm saying. Because that's cool. Why is, why is Kitty to have a I guess that's fidget the, spinner on his? That's what ha- he's always said that. I guess I know that's, he has, that's the cool thing about sword art. Why? I guess it's, it's to the, hold his uh, his outfit together. Press that and it all falls apart. <laughs> that's his only weakness. I guess that's the only thing about uh, that's the cool thing about sword art is because like they go into different games and stuff like <gasps> that. You can oh, do this. Oh, that's true. He can go into Persona. That's true. And be in the Persona world. Also, PSA about um, sword art. If you're watching this and you don't like Sora whatsoever because the first season or whatever really like burned you, come back. It's <laughs> I guarantee. I'm telling you, man. Alicization is really good. I, even Gungale Online was pretty good. And then the spinoff for Gungale Online is actually really good. Alternative? Yeah, alternative. Yeah. Dude. I heard about the, all this stuff. It's all good. It's really good right now. It, it's sick. Sora is weird. Please, just but, come yeah. back. Just give it a try. Just give it a try. Please. End my rant. End end my rant. So here's the news I I, uh, foreshadowed earlier in the podcast. Final Fantasy VII Remake has been delayed. It is officially the start of delay season out here. Where things start getting delayed back and forth. Um, Because Jason Schreier actually broke this before it happened, I think. The um, Harbinger of Death, as I said before. Yeah, he said, uh, it's delay season. Be ready for more delays. Um, so, it was originally coming out March 3rd, it's now coming out April 10th, so it's only a month, it's not that bad. It's a month and a week. Um, problem being now is that it's coming out much closer to Cyberpunk and other games. Uh, which isn't good. Uh, both of those games are going to be super intensive. I can play Doom. (laughs) I can play Doom now. And not have to worry about this game getting in the way. Now let me tell you something. apparently is the only one playing Doom. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Like, if you're gonna, if you want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, you want to play it. You're gonna get it, even if you have to still spend the money on I Cyberpunk. Suppose. Or I'm not even talking about that. What? I'm just saying time wise, like Cyberpunk oh, yeah, and and uh, uh, Seven Remake. Those are well, the two is, intensive games. The the other thing is they're not dissimilar games. One's an Eastern role playing game. The other one's a Western role playing yeah. game. Yeah. They're so they're very similar in that sense. Yeah. So it depends on what you care about more. If you're more of a traditional Japanese um, fan, in that sort of sense, Japanese role-playing games, all that kind of stuff, you're probably leaning towards this game. But if you're not, you're probably leaning towards Cyberpunk. It just sucks. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna hurt the sales of either game. I think it's just yeah. gonna take longer for both of them to become as big as they could be. Yeah. Um, I would almost. I would probably go out on a limb and say that Cyberpunk is a bigger game than Remake. Because remember, Final Fantasy VII Remake is only the first part. Hey, calm down a little bit there. You're getting a little crazy. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it depends on how much they're adding to it. Oh, by the way, and then the uh, they said the reason why is for extra polish. So it's just to make things nicer. Like um, I said, when it comes to delays, take as much time as you need, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then we got another delay. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Marvel's The Avengers uh-huh. that was in, that's in development at Crystal, Dy- Crystal Dynamics and being published by Square Enix has also been delayed from May until September. So it's going to wow. skip over the summer. That yeah. is a big delay. Yeah. The statement reads... To that end, we will spend this additional development time focusing on fine-tuning and polishing the game to the high to the high standards our fans expect and deserve. Though I'm happy it's delayed because this game was looking a little bit iffy and a little bit concerning when we last saw it. Yes, it was looking good in some places too. I'm looking forward to. They should really make this game great. They should, especially after Marvel Spider-Man came out. You can't disappoint now. You have to you have to come up with a good a good Marvel game. Mm-hmm. So keep let's, them rolling. I hope they do well on that. And then the last piece of news is something for Trey. Uh, Bioshock the Collection for Nintendo Switch has been rated by a Taiwanese game rating board, revealing that it's likely coming soon. So if you want to play Bioshock on your Switch, that's a possibility in the near future. Bioshock 2? Probably this year, sometime. Does Infinite? Bioshock Infinite. Would Infinite fit into that collection? Yes, all three three of them. Okay, cool. Because maybe I'd get that and play Infinite. On Switch, you should play all of them. Quite frankly, I've heard they're really good games. Yeah, um, I, I might, I might do that because I, I, especially since the remake. I've wanted to get into Bioshock. I just never really felt like I'd sit down and get to that series. But mm-hmm. like having it on Switch, would yeah, be you different. can do it more. Yeah. Where you can just feel like you can play it. Yeah. Um, I would wait to see how it runs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the first two are old, much older games. Infinite was a 360 game, so they should be able to run pretty well. Yeah. Um, the first and second, I believe, are remastered. I think the the Infinite one is just the PC version, because that's like basically yeah. what it was. So yeah, we'll see how that works. We don't. There's no official announcement yet. It's just it's just a uh, rating. But when a game is rated, it's generally coming out. If it unless it never unless it just never comes out, it's generally coming out. Did we ever talk about the fact that uh, Final Fantasy Seven and uh, Final Fantasy Seven is getting a demo? We don't know when. And then also on top of that, which well, actually is nice now because there's going to be some distance between the demo and the actual release. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then also for those who've been waiting, Patapon Two is coming out finally. As well, that's been dropped on the store by accident. Uh, that was over the holiday break. All right. That was uh, for those who don't know, Patapon is like a is like a silly little uh, rhythm game in a sort of in a mm. way. Uh, it's more like a beat game. Like it's you go to the beat rather than like you're rather than like playing notes. Mm. Uh, Greg Miller loves it a lot, and they remastered the first one and brought it, and then they said that they were doing the second one like three years ago, and it disappeared. Oh. And they just never talked about it again. And then it's finally kind of showing its face again. Alrighty. Well, that's the Market Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long hour and 50 minutes, though. It's prob- It's been They're long for us. Hour, but yeah. <laughs> um, right. I think that's it. Yeah. See you guys next yeah. week. That's going to be it. Just, what? Just real quick. The pushback of Final Fantasy VII also leaves some room for people to play Half-Life Alex. Ah! Because that's coming out in March. That's a good point, too. I wish it was like in May though instead of April because again April's busy too. Oh, that's gonna be it for the Market Podcast episode 13. Thanks everyone for watching. Remember to give us a like on the video if you enjoyed yourself. Comment. We want to hear y'all's opinion on today's topics. Subscribe if you want to see more. And don't forget if some of you both are sitting there wishing you could listen to the show while you're doing homework or whatever y'all get into. Look no further, we're on a number of podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, etc. Basically anywhere. 
everywhere. We're everywhere. It, you can find if us. If you can't find us somewhere, let us know. We'll try to get there. We're at Laundry Mat. You know. Even laundry Mat. We you'll, play, you'll, on, you'll we'll see play us. on the radio in your hair cutter, you know. Exactly. You'll see us. You'll see us. All links are down in the description below, just in case you couldn't find it. Same goes for you audio listeners. If you want to see anything from the episode that you're just like, mm, wait, there might be some visual to that. I want to see that. Hop over to the YouTube at blackmarketgaming.com. I, I, haven't was seen, for I haven't it. seen that before. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> this is us at YouTube, Black Market Gaming. Show your boys some love. We're out of here. I love when we just copied the audio podcast and they have no idea God what I damn. just did. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That was at the end of the uh, the thing. I was talking to all your listeners. Come over, see what you what you're missing. And you're obviously missing something because I'm not telling you what it is. <laughs> so. <laughs> Come through. I All love right. how you tout the audio podcast and then you revert saying the the video podcast is better. <laughs> I just realized that's what that's what our statement basically says. Trey, you have something to say and I don't want to cut you off before we end it. Cut, okay. off, cut off the podcast. Hurry up. <laughs> okay. Fucking bitch. And if y'all ain't checking this out on YouTube, I'm going to take all the ice out of your freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. No cold you- drinks for you. Goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye. I'll see you all in therapy. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> you all in therapy. That's what I thought of when he said that. Oh, all right, oh, see you. Man. See you. See you later.